the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Doc Thompson along with Carrie and Cal in today for Pat Stu and Jeffy. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Uh, the Bill Cosby story is probably one that has not been covered to the degree it should have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, even since the beginning, it's like, wow, this is pretty shocking. And people talk yeah. about it a little bit and it goes on. Why is this not a bigger deal? Why is it not? I mean, you've got a major star. I mean, he's almost iconic, would you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's when you when icon, you look at yeah. his body of Definitely. work, maybe that's not the best word. <laughs> When you look at what he's accomplished, his, his resume, career. let's say, his career, well, his not career only spanning his career, but all the he, way back. He has been pressing for years. Education, dads being dads, you know, really right. in, in, especially in the black community to, to be men. A and, lot of and conservative values. A lot of conservative. So, and, and, and you're going back to the education. 60s and 70s with some movies he did, stand up, yep. all the stuff, all the most of oh, his movies. I thought so funny, though. But his I mean, TV did, I love right? Jello. Jello, Jello, that's that's, that's his high water mark. The, the, the Jello, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when he had the kids show with Picture Picture or yeah. something, and he had the I used to watch pen? that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's so, I mean, iconic, and he's accused of many, Hades. many cases of rape, drugging women, and oh. raping them, and is on women. trial. Is it fifty now? I think we're at fifty women. <laughs> wow. Accused of all that, and people are the, like, wow, okay, let's talk about it for a second, make a couple of jokes about Jello, and move on. A couple of super, super disappointing things about this, though, other than the fact that he drugged and raped women. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. All right. Other than that alleged fact. Uh, he, uh, the, the disappointing thing is that he first tried to bring the excuse of, I can't go on trial because I can't face my accuser because I'm legally blind. Okay, weak, good. Weak, weak. The other thing, no. Is he, are you weak. able to face your accuser if you're blind? He's not fully blind. He can kind of see, and he can... Kind of see. <laughs> but the other thing is, just recently, he went down the um, racism road. That it, You don't think racism plays a part in this? No, no, I don't. Come on. I mean, clearly, you only accuse somebody of rape if they're black. I mean, that's the only... Okay, maybe so not the racism so much. What else is disturbing about this <laughs> the, for you? Those are the two things. Well, I mean, other than the alleged rape. Rape itself. Drug, yeah, obviously. those are, are Are you upset that he's not wearing the colorful sweaters during the trial? The Cliff Huxtable colorful 80 sweaters? No, because that would, that would just ruin the... Would, the you, would you feel better about it if randomly in the middle of testifying he was like... Uh, I'm telling you, I did not jello button rape the women if he just, if he busted that out. Would you, would you feel better? See, you love it. I mean, who doesn't love that? You know, this isn't funny. I can't eat jello anymore. This has like, affected me. Do you, but do you see what I'm saying? I, it's, it's a comedian. 
it's that's not funny. And yet these women, if they were really raped, this is horrible for them. I know. I've been. I've had a moral dilemma of do I let the kids watch the Cosby Show because that was one of my favorite shows growing up. I loved the Cosby Show, but who he like what he was doing apparently during the time of filming that. Do I let like, my kids watch the Cosby Show do, because it's supporting him? Is it? Is it regularly on? You can't really find it anymore, no. Yeah, you can They've find it. They pulled it from a lot oh, of Oh, did they pull I mean, it? Was of, on, it was on, like, one of the streaming I would think your things. kids may have a couple of other options. I mean, like, uh, the entire hey, body we... of television history. To, <laughs> and this is like, because, by the way, if you've seen The Cosby Show in the last 10 years, really dated doesn't work anymore. Most of the 80s sitcoms don't work. There's a couple classic ones, all the way back to Lucy and I was gonna say, my Andy kids, Griffith. My Those all watch, still work. We just watched the Andy Griffith uh, series, except Those for when they work. turned to color. The, once, once they oh, got RFD, rid of... No, RFD, once they got done. rid of Barney That doesn't and, exist. Look at this. Look at this. Zoop, it's gone from my mind. I just erased it. Yeah, we stopped watching them, but they watched... They love Andy Griffith and... I love Lucy. Those Best are two sitcoms shows in history. They, Those two yeah. arguably are top ten. Yeah. Because again, they still work. Yeah. But yeah, the eighty ones don't work. So yeah, don't even. Just, no, the Cosby Show was show hilarious. Company. It doesn't work. Three's I'm not Company showing still them Three's work. Company. That is absolutely inappropriate for children. <laughs> well, I tell Double Entendre they won't get it. Yeah. They will get it. I don't think they will. They will. Let's let's show them and see if they get it. <laughs> no. Um, so. The allegations are that he drugged them and have sex. Were there any allegations that he just raped them, or was it all pretty much drugged? I mean, that's the way I understand it. It's all pretty much... I think they were all drugged. They this... were under the influence somehow, and there are some claims that they, by him, that they engaged in taking the drugs voluntarily, knowing that sex was going to be a part of this once they were not able to, uh, to fend him off. So, right, it's pretty I... much... I don't know. There's, there, uh, the, my knowledge, there's no, like, yeah, hey, no, he just I, hopped on somebody. No, no, no. Um, no, I think he would say, well, you can have, uh, like, he would give them something to relax them. I think. I could be wrong. Let me understand. That's no, pretty relaxed. You know, it's funny. This is well, but huge they were... news now, but the first ones came out in, this, like, the 1960s yeah. is when the first allegations started. Right. But it didn't come to light. I mean, I get it didn't, a lot of them got squashed, basically. People couldn't, people couldn't believe it. Well, people that, didn't well, want to ruin their careers either. Didn't want to ruin their career and a much higher burden of proof yeah. on women back then yeah. to prove it. And second of all, against a celebrity is going to be more difficult. Uh, Angie Dick, uh, what's, um, uh, who's the model? Um, I oh, Janice. Dick no, is it Janice Dickinson? No, not Angie. That was the actress. Janice, Janice Dickinson. Dickinson, I think. That's the model. She claimed that even happened way back in the day to her as well. So do you think, first of all, do you think he's guilty of these from what evidence you've seen, albeit with limited information? Allegedly, <clears throat> yes. I do. I think he's guilty. You think and he's it guilty? it really stinks. Okay. Cal, do you think he's guilty? You know, it's... The the allegations of rape towards a man are are a serious thing. I mean that that follows you the rest of your life, you know. Mm -hmm. And you've heard of stories that of women who who claim these things happened and they didn't. So oh, like the Duke lacrosse yeah, players. you know. Right. And and sometimes you wonder like you know. And then there's two sides to every story. Maybe he felt that she, it was consensual. But when 50, almost 50 women, like over 40 women, at come what out, point you do think, you think it's consensual when someone when you have to give them drugs? And they can't move, but they can say, stop. <laughs> but they can't move. Well, and this is the thing. So if you're on a jury, and again, we did not go through the trial. We yeah, don't have we all don't the information. Right. Just what we've seen. I think one of the biggest red flags is volume of women, yeah. right? The yes. number of women, you're like, okay, 50. Right. Now, you know, 
um, if somebody claims something, there could be a payday, you'll get other people hop on. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you had two or three women claim it, and then four others claim on top, you go, oh, six, seven, eight, eh, maybe 50, wow, there might be something. Dating back so far over yeah. so many years, yes. and the pattern seems to be consistent. Like, yes. he, for whatever the reason, liked this style of sex. I mean, if it's a conspiracy, it's one <clears throat> hell of an elaborate conspiracy right. to get all So I think there you know, from what I've seen, there's probably some basis of truth in this. Now, I think, there is. I think there's probably more of a uh, question of consent. Did they consent to some of this? And I bet a lot of them did. Did they fully know what they were getting into? Probably not. But I'll bet there was a, okay, we're going to take these drugs, or you're going to take these drugs. It'll help you relax a little bit. Help you relax. You know, some be... of them may have been informed even that they were going to be fairly incapacitated. He claims that some did. I think it would be difficult to believe that all of them, if 50 number is true, all of them are like, okay, so I'm knocked out, gotcha, and then that but happens. But not knocked out, just But knocked out, out, just physically. Just mentally, they were right, still completely incapacitated, aware. Right. I doubt that all of them, you'd find 50, unless their careers, are they trying to further their career? He's a major celebrity. Well, and that time. was how he drew some of the women in, as a mentor, as he could help them further their career and boost their career. And so they would go and hang out with him and he would give them some drugs and... What, this, one of the saddest parts, aside from potentially the all thing. the women who were raped and the whole thing, is his wife's support of him. Yes. And on one hand, you go, oh, well, that's great. She's sticking by him. But in a situation like this, it just seems sad. Like she's either in denial, in which case, yeah. wow, sweetheart, that's pretty rough. Or you're doing it to protect your image and your fortune. And you, yeah. you've, you've gone to, because she's gone to the nth degree. He is not guilty and she's out there banging this drum. It's not like okay, the politician who gets caught cheating and the wife comes out and stands next to him and goes, yes, I'm standing here in support of him. I mean, she's out there like, he did not do this right. and I'm in denial or just trying to protect your fortune. Well, in the 90s when he was accused mm -hmm. of philandering, um, she... She seemed to accept that and say, yes, he has made mistakes, but I'm sticking with him. We're going to work, work it out. I remember this a little bit from the 90s, but this is a whole defending right. this. Is right. Wrong. I mean, one allegation or, you know, okay, well, he that said, was a she said. <clears throat> right. You know? Yeah. A cheating and, type thing. And I think some marriages can get through that, possibly. Could, could you get through it? Could you guys get through it? Could your your spouse cheating on a you, cheating even on spouse? a small scale? Could nope. you? Is that something you could you could get beyond? No, my, Keith and I discussed that before we got married. We said no cheating, or we're done. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, end. I think I think there's a certain <laughs> assumption that I know a lot of you are cheating, and it's cool, but we just want to have this on the record <laughs> assumption. But you had the conversation, Cal. Could you get beyond it if your uh, wife cheated on you? No, 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 I couldn't do it. Carrie, could you? You no. cheats on you, you couldn't. No, could your spouses not. get beyond it? Do you think? No, my wife would. Uh, I don't want to get too graphic, but there would be body parts that would be removed. And, Lorena Bobbitt? Yeah. She'd yeah, go all so Lorena Bobbitt so on you? Should, uh, um, yeah, I could not. And God bless people who can. I mean, if you can and you're, you're in it for the marriage. I've people who can work through it and they have worked through it good successfully. Good for you. Good for you. And God bless you. How do you trust them again? I, can, you know? I would you, have some serious issues. Yeah. I would, it would freak me. The whole, I would spend my day going, what's going on now? Yeah. What are you up to? Right. I just, what's she doing? What's she it, doing? And it's Major all about the trust, trust thing, right? Mm -hmm. It would be forever, and I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to trust them to the level where you don't believe it, where you right. walk in and catch them, and you're like, that can't be what's going right. on. <laughs> you know, I mean, I want that level of trust, even if you're proven yes. wrong, you know? Yes. 
and I'm, you're not going to have that. No. And my wife, I mean, if it was one of those where I went, honey, I cheat, I cheat, and she'd she'd be gone. She'd be like gone. the house would already With be loaded cubby, up. They'd be gone. They'd be All gone. The I would never. Covered and, couches would be. <laughs> and I would no longer exist in her mind. Right. My wife has the ability to just you're dead to me. You're dead. Restaurants, <laughs> friends who've wronged her to the point that I'll go. What was that girl's name? And she's like, I don't know. Talking. I'm like, remember, she was your friend. She's like, I don't <laughs> you know. I'm like, it was like Karen, <laughs> right? Do you remember? And I'm like, and she she betrayed you, and she did this, and she's like, I don't know. And I'm going seriously. Here's a picture right here, and she's like, I don't know who the. She oh, honestly, that is hilarious. She can actually purge this stuff from her brain. I've never seen this. Wow, that's it's incredible. Impressive. Yeah. She'll do restaurants. I'll be like, that restaurant. She'll be like, no, we went there. No, we didn't. Do you remember? The waiter was a jerk and it was too much money. She's like, no. You know what, though? I think this is actually kind of impressive because especially as a woman, a lot of, uh, a lot of people hold on to something and let it fester. Mm-hmm. And like my our oldest daughter, she cannot get over the cheating of Tom Brady um, in the I know. In I, uh, I've lost many a... Anytime, Many a night, up pacing the floor, thinking about upset. I can't get beyond it either. Anytime the Patriots are mentioned or Tom Brady is mentioned, she just goes, oh, "He's a cheater." <laughs> so <laughs> she won't get how old over is she? Fourteen. <laughs> so she, so she was coming of age, coming into yeah. puberty, growing yeah. up when this, and it impacted her. Uh-huh. Had it been anybody else, a celebrity, whatever, it probably would have as well. But that was like maybe the first realization she had that people do this? I, I don't know, but she will not. So so your wife has this special ability of just Amazing. completely forgetting because a lot of people let it the only reason we're still married. And- she, stuff can just <laughs> melt away. She's got this, she goes zero to 60 when she's angry. Uh-huh. And then if I, it's done. if I keep trying to talk about it or, or explain <laughs> it away, it just gets worse and worse. If I let it go, two minutes later, it just starts fading away. So it's really that's that part's a good really marriage good. for you. That's great for me. I, it's the only way I'm going to survive this thing. Seriously, my screw ups are epic. It's constant. I mean, just the conversations. So she um, uh, texted me the other day, and she's on TV. She yep. has a local television news broadcast in Bentonville, Arkansas, and she follows all of the news stuff. I mean, and she'll go be like, "Wow, did you see that terrorist attack or whatever?" I'm like, "Yeah, horrible." You know, whatever, she'll do breaking news. You see this, yeah, back and forth. And rarely does she get, like, upset. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if it's something upsetting, she'd be like, wow, that was really... But she saw one story recently. It was all caps, bing, 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 text after text to me where she was incensed. What news story? Huge, the biggest top five news stories of last week. I remember this because I listened to your morning show. You remember what it was? Oh, gosh, because I was agreeing with your wife. When Kathy you were Griffin. Yes, that's right. Where she was like, and, and, and it wasn't this is when, after when Kathy it Griffin was said when, she was, was the, the victim. When she was the when victim. she was the victim, yeah. that's right. When she's the head, I mean, I'm sure she had strong opinions, but was probably like, okay, yep. that sucks. Like, But when Kathy did the press conference uh-huh. and she watched part of it and she was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. She's the victim now, all caps. <laughs> and it's great because I'm like, wow. I get to be the you one just under control. Right. You can be ticked off for me for a chance. I I'll can just be like the cool. Right. Head. Somebody yeah. else has got this. Someone <laughs> else is angry. I'll just sit back and kind of watch this go. I completely agreed with your wife. Oh, I did too. But it was great because yeah. she got ticked. But she's like, really, you're the victim now. You started right, this. Right. Stuff? Crazy craziness. So now there's uh, apparently um, a transvestite sexual. What are the terms? Trans Tran- that has recreated Kathy's picture? Oh, yes. A tr- yes, I saw that. 
Do transgendered. We know, is transgender? Trans I just well, all these terms. I think terms. it was uh, cross-dressing. Is it cross? Well, that's or was, what transvestite oh, oh, is, is? cross-dressing, and I and most. I think trans, we're going to need a clarification on the terms. Are, are I'm lost on the terms. Yeah. More than anything, because they're not I'm getting. So they. Re, do we know what the reason was? Why did you recreate this? Just because you hate Trump, or is it in support of Kathy Griffin, or is I know this. If we were any closer to Halloween, this is going to be, the, and probably still will be, the ha- Halloween costume this year. You don't think people are all going to be going as somebody carrying the severed head of Donald Trump, possibly Kathy Griffin? I mean, that's <laughs> oh. going to be, oh, there it Gross. is. It's going to be at Party City, and they're going to... Mama had a baby, and... I don't get that. Is that supposed to be Trump? I think so. The hair looks I... like... Ugh. Close and what's eyes. with that going on? I didn't think that could get worse. That's Sharon worse. Needles is her name. Huh? Sharon Needles. That's the drag queen. Sharon Needles? Drag queen, that's, that's it. Not that's not healthy at term. all. Sharon Needles? That's a bad No, it's a, we choice. were saying transgender or uh, whatever. It's just drag, drag queen, queen, which used yeah. to just be cross-dresser. Yeah. But I feel like drag queen is also like a performance. That's a performance thing. Yeah. Being a drag queen is, is a, it's a performance. Why is the it's world so darn confusing with this stuff? We have oh, the video oh, of a performance. Let's watch this performance. Oh my golly, let's, what are we oh, waiting for? Exciting. Let's get to this. Here we go. Okay, so, so clar- she's not a good lip syncer. Clarification here. This is a man trying to look like a woman. Yeah. The severed head is not the biggest fail in this performance then. <laughs> Let's get a break in. Doc Thompson along with Carrie and Cal. Follow us on Twitter. It's at the Blaze Carrie at Doc Thompson Show and at Cal79. It's KL79 and you can tweet at the show. In for patents too. A 56-year-old yoga teacher in France is suing France because of air pollution. Said she struggled with this for years and um, the air pollution has caused her to have asthma and some other issues. So therefore she is suing France. Um, What was France supposed to do about this? What is, was was France collectively like, "Ah, let's pump all this stuff out there, the hell with her. Is that? Yeah, I'm wondering if she is suing the country so she can get taxpayer money because it's the people of France that are polluting the air and so then they'll pay her? I'm sure that's her, the base of her argument will probably be like they should have taken greater steps to make sure that they were not polluting the air, but her attorney says 48,000 people die every year in France because of air pollution. Does France have enough people for that many to <laughs> I was <die>? like, <laughs> it's like really using that many just on air pollution? You think a, it would like be nobody left in there, yeah. Um, but yeah, the air pollution. First of all, are you buying 48,000 deaths a year exclusively because of air pollution? I am not. Nor am I. Nor am I. I think no. because what they're going to do is they're going to say, well, Pete, well, let's do Pierre died of, uh, ho, 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 of asthma or something. 
well, he wouldn't have gotten that sick had it not been for the air pollution is the type of argument they make. Or they'd say, ho, 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 Pierre died of pneumonia and the pneumonia was acerbated because of polluted air or something like I'm this. I'm really impressed with your French accent. Is, oh, oh, oh. That's <laughs> all you have on. to do. It's how it Don't the French smoke a lot? And yes. they do. Still, Europe, uh, Europeans still smoke quite a yep. bit. That's one of the things and, they have not been not able to. Possibly a cause, maybe? Perhaps? No. No, okay, no sorry. not at all. Come on. Unless you are able to fully attribute this stuff you cannot let, and obviously France laws and burden of proof and everything is different than America, but certainly in America, you cannot allow this stuff to progress without definitive proof because it opens the door to just insanity. Everybody, and, and, and we're lawsuit happy anyway. Right. It just opens the door to everybody suing for anything. Can if you, you can say this could be attributed. Citizens in L.A.? Oh, How yeah. Much, I mean, well, California's already broke, but... Mm -hmm. um, they could charge a lot. We were told when our daughter was born in Houston, our oldest, um, the pediatrician did say, you're not going to want to really take her outside. <laughs> wow. You're not, wait, you're not going to really want to take yeah. her out there. You, you don't really want to take her outside right now because the air is bad. And that was in L.A.? No, that was in Houston. Oh, that was Houston. That was oh, Houston. wow. That's yeah. not good. Have you seen the pictures out of China? Uh, yeah, you well, everyone even wears see Beijing? masks. Yeah, which, okay, that's going to be more pronounced than France. Right. doesn't seem like you have. I mean, I've, I've been to Paris. I don't think people are allowed to sue the government in China, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, that's not happening. That's not happening. Um, I was in Paris. I didn't notice the air was particularly polluted or not. It was, wasn't like the pictures out of Beijing. That's probably too, too busy stuffing your face with all the delicious That is baguettes. true as well. That is true. <laughs> and pastries. I did eat my way across Paris. That's uh, absolutely right. Um, I made sure to stop at every bakery and stand we I saw. I think it that was, is a brilliant idea. That's the only way to see. Yeah, every picture my yeah. wife have has have of me in Paris is me eating. It's like this. I'm like, wow, the Louvre, and look, there's a crepe stand right next to it. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Ooh, She's like, okay, we got to cross here and go over to the um, uh, Cathedral, the Notre, uh, Notre Dame Cathedral, and I'm like, okay, great. Up oh, bakery right next door. <laughs> got to stop in there first. I'm like, I need a. This snack. is why I'm here. You want to see this stuff? I just want the food. It's a nice little. Place That's to a good be in with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, this is slippery slope. It's going to be really, really bad. Um, somebody is going to successfully apply this in America eventually. Because here's how I see this stuff, unfortunately. We are always challenged by the progressives. Remember, the starting point with most of the stuff we talk about was not somewhere in the middle and we're arguing and trying to find our way. The Constitution was the compromise hundreds of years ago. Right. And now the progressives just keep challenging this stuff, and there's the constant defense of it from conservatives or libertarians about freedom. Mm -hmm. So it's under attack every day. And anytime you give an inch on this stuff, what happens? Slippery slope, it opens the door to the next one, the next one, more yes. legislation, more challenges to this stuff. How long before they do that? I mean, look at the craziness we, we now believe and push about things like the Paris Climate Agreement, the claims that are made because of it that go oh, unchallenged. Oh, my goodness. Did you hear the latest with, you know, Trump is under a lot of attack from... No, yeah, no, he is not at all. From, um, from just people out of every corner. My favorite one now is Kim Jong-un <laughs> has come out. <laughs> Kim Jong-un has come out? Whoa, has, this whoa, is huge hey. news. Has wow. Come huh? out attacking Trump as a selfish oh. person for... Uh, for pulling out, get, of, the, for uh, pulling out of the Paris climate. climate. The, I uh, love this. This is my favorite wait, did news I, story. Did I hear, 
Kim Jong Un, uh -huh. dictator living in the lap of luxury、yeah. while people are starving, called somebody <laughs> selfish. Yes. I don't know if there's a more selfish person on the planet. I don't know. Kim Jong Un. Uh huh. Okay. Wow. All right. Delusional. I, I, I on top of it. I don't even know what the response this, to that is. It's just so this, funny and I. This、ironic. makes me fear what's going on in North Korea because he's clearly crazy. There's no rational.、Uh, well, that、way. was clear, but it's it almost seems like this、um, this moment for him to say, "Oh, I, I'm going to jump on board and be one of the cool kids for a minute. You know, I'm going to I'm going to make fun of Trump too for、wow. just a second. Maybe I'll be cool." <laughs> He's got a、oh, lot against him. Is North Korea?、Uh, did they sign off on the Paris climate? Well, that's、uh, it. I don't think so. Actually, you know what? That's a great. <laughs> that's what I was. All right, I'm going to need Marissa to investigate this one. Did、uh, North Korea sign off on this? I don't think they're a part this? of that.、Uh -huh. Yeah, and the, I, they're so secretive. I can't、yeah. imagine that they would let anybody. And by the way, a lot of these agreements come with a certain level of investigation. Yeah. And they don't let us. Anybody in the UN—that's、no. been a big challenge. So, Donald Trump's selfish about that. Of course, we're not doing it anyways. But、uh, he's selfish. That's a really good question. North Korea, have you been a part? Of, don't change the subject. Donald <laughs> Trump is、right. really selfish. selfish. That's all you need to know about.、Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow, crazy! That is a new level of craziness right there.、Uh, so apparently, swarms of rats have been seen around two schools in New York City. Cal, as、not、a former a New Jersey New Yorker. That's just like another Tuesday, really. I was like, "Why is this news, right?" <laughs> Have you seen、That's、them in the、nice. subway? They're like Buicks going down the. You know, they're they're huge. They're everywhere. See, I have my travels to New York, and I would go there for work for weeks on end, and a couple times, and rode the subway. I never saw a lot of the rats. I don't know if I ever you saw, never a saw a rat. Really? Maybe I wasn't looking close enough. I mean, De Blasio, but. <laughs> I mean, I I've never seen them in, in a home, but、I've, the subway's filled with them. You can see them all the time on the subway. Like, like down the on the tracks when you're up on the platform. They come up right next to you. Yeah. Yeah.、Like、on the platform, I've never seen them on the、yeah. platform. I mean, I'm sure it's stairs, not uncommon. They just come right up the stairs. How often would you see one? If you rode the subway every day, you would see one every day. At least once a day. At least once a day. <laughs> once a day. Yeah. And、was I not looking? Are they camouflaged? Were they scared of me? I just don't、me? like. Were they like, oh my god, we got to get away? You from ever that look、guy. down on the tracks when you're standing on the platform? They're all, all the time. Because I'd always comment on the garbage and then wonder if I could make it across before the train and the stuff. The garbage I mean, that was moving—that was a rat. That was a rat.、Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> explained it. The brown moving garbage, the yeah, furry yeah, garbage yeah,、uh -huh, with the tail. I see.、Uh -huh. That's not a cat. No, it may look like one. It may be as、you、big as one. Really big dog. That, that was, was whatever. <laughs> no, I'm like I don't know if I ever did. Maybe I was just. I don't know how you missed them. Again,、know. if it doesn't involve do,、uh, food, Doc's really not.、Uh, That's true. Whatever. That's true. Okay, so I mean, obviously, this is a concern because、uh, they're saying there's now a plague of rats in New York that it's gotten bigger and bigger, worse than it has been in the past. So, what's your explanation there, Cal? Why is it? Why is it bigger? Why is it worse? I don't think it's bigger or worse. <laughs> People are just reporting on it. Is it just good news now?、Uh, I, I guess. I mean.、Hmm. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen it change in any way. I mean, I, I don't see why it's more. It's probably just like a headline, and probably because it's school. You know, it's near school, there, so they're trying to make a big. There deal are parents keeping their kids home from school because of the rat problem. One kid said that、um, he or she felt like they were in the rat's home. But my favorite thing. He was in the rat's home. Is、yeah. my house, kids. My my favorite my favorite thing is that the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene is offering a rodent educational class to residents later this month. <laughs>、um, what what is the class? So class, 
This is a picture of a rat. What, what is that? Avoid. That's a what? I'm sorry, that's a what? It's a rat. It's, it's a, a rat. rodent. So we you want to go over and like pick them up, lug them, make them as pets. Do not play with them. Do not pull them. Oh, so I shouldn't tails. approach them. <laughs> Isn't it rat splanatory? Right? I mean, see a rat, stay away from rat. Well, kind of. <laughs> okay. Don't go near and the rat. How do you get rid of the rat? rat? Stay away kid. from the rats. Do you need to tell people that rat class? Okay, you're just justifying yourself. So. They can carry diseases, but it's, it's the Department of Health and, and Mental Hygiene. I don't Okay, understand. I really think we ought to get on this rat thing. Yeah. We'll tell people to stay away from them. Yeah. How about you send that money not on classes, but on somebody to um, kill the rats? How about that? That's rat an idea. It's an idea. I see that's the way to go. Maybe but here you there. are, talking this crazy common sense sort of stuff. I don't I know. know. I know. It, uh, it has no place in today's world. I realize that each and every day. Well, I, I mean, a city the size of New York and the amount of, you know, underground tunnels and all that, you, you can't get rid of them. How do you, there's no way to do it. That, what do you mean? That you ma- keep them down. I mean, from maybe you can stop the infestations in buildings and such, but they, there's billions, I would say billions of them underground. I mean, the subways mm-hmm. alone are like home to... All, I would say almost all of them. So how do you get in there and kill every single rat? It's impossible. I think sure, it is yeah. impossible, mm-hmm. but you can take measures to not be overrun by rats. Keep away from your schools type of thing. Well, that, that, that's what like that. buildings. It's an idea. Keep the Apparently, <laughs> old-timey jobs are becoming popular again. Old-timey I jobs. I love old-timey jobs. Who doesn't love the old-timey jobs? Oh, good. My, my shoe cobbling uh, hobby is going <laughs> to... Right, and uh, my, uh, my Cooper business, that's going to take off as well. Good. Do you know what a Cooper business is? Nope, I don't. Okay, then we'll find out when we come back after this on the Patents Do program. Doc, Cal, and Carrie in. (laughs) Old-timey jobs becoming popular once again. Whole subculture with this. First of all, do you know what a Cooper is? You have me at old-timey. Old timey, it's good, isn't it? Old timey, Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> I love old timey. Um, what is a Cooper? It's my favorite time of year. Is old timey. What is Cooper? I'm also a fan of well, the isn't days that of like York. a little car, like a Mini Cooper? No, a Cooper is somebody who makes barrels, a barrel maker. Oh, so if I you had the last that. name, like last name Thompson, it yes. was somebody along the way who was Tom's son. Yeah. Um, and a Cooper was somebody who made barrels. Yeah. I think uh, I made a friend with the last name Radabaugh, and I think he told me that's another language for Cooper as huh. well. So that's how I know that. And what were you saying? Which, uh, which a farrier. Job? A farrier. Horseshoer? Yep. Horseshoer? Cal, do you know that one? A farrier is a horseshoer? No, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. What about a, what is a butter churner? Butter churner. Oh, okay. Now, my grandmother was an egg candler. Egg candler. Egg candler? Where what is she, an egg candler? Where she would, like, put wax in an eggshell? No. The process of grating eggs is called candling. Really? Yeah, when you go, it's an A, B, C, D yeah. size or whatever, and they would literally hold it up to a candle. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was like pretty low tech back then, right? Oh, it was that's like, okay. we hold it up to the light. Yeah, it looks about this or whatever. Yeah. 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 So she did that for a while, my mom's mom. But um, yeah, so these old timey jobs are coming back. Maybe not all of those, but things like um, uh, Barber or some of these, you know, not stylish or whatever. Right. Some other examples. And this is from the book Master of Craft Old Jobs in the New Urban Economy. Um, the author explores things like barbers and butcher shops and stuff like this that have become popular again as part of gentrification. Uh, the craft <clears throat> brewer, that is a huge mm-hmm. hobby right. with people. I know so many people who do well, home brew now. And we think of we think of like craft brewing. It's like, oh, I opened a craft brewery. Oh, right. so you're an entrepreneur. Or I'm the brewmaster. And right. you think, 
oh, well, that's an older job. Right. In modern times, I mean, yes, we had brewers that would work for the big companies. Sure. But, you know, they weren't hiring dozens and dozens of these brewers. It was really one master brewer and a bunch of worker bees. Yes. This is an older skill that's becoming popular again, partially because of gentrification, which is revitalization of these neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You know, they're bringing them back, some of these old ones. But it also has to do with the millennial culture and the millennial generation and having... The millennials are one of the first generations to make less than their parents. So, mm -hmm. to their credit, they have been able to navigate the waters of, okay, I want quality, I want to be able to do, right. so I'm going to have to make adjustments and still get some really cool things. You know, so I'm not going to buy a house, or I'm not going to get married as soon, or these type of things. And with that comes all of these specialty little jobs and neighborhoods. You know, I would love to have a neighborhood butcher. <clears throat> Well, I miss I butcher shops. Absolutely. That. I go to we my local butcher. butcher. Huh? I don't go to the supermarket for my meat. Well, you get halal, right? I get halal at a butcher, yeah. Uh huh. And a lot of times with these, these uh, I guess you can call it customized jobs, you know, when you make something with your hands, you can make a lot of money too, charging yeah. a lot more for something that's handcrafted, uh, it's important. a shoe or a jacket or whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, like two, three years, uh, two and a half, something like that, years ago, I had an opportunity to fly from New York back here to Dallas on Glenn's plane with him because he can Fine. no longer fly commercial because of people spitting on him and stuff. So that's a whole long story. But uh, so sat next to him and it's, you know, a couple hour flight and I'm right across from him and he's telling me how the world's going to end while we're at 30,000 feet. And that's, <laughs> that's real fun. But he says to me, well, is time flight Glenn? yeah, I'm like, great, Glenn, thanks. Just let me out anywhere. Um, but one of the things, and he's so right about this and he was, I mean, that was a couple years ago and we are still just scratching the surface of this idea of authenticity yes. in all things. He goes, Doc, the future is about being authentic. Everything authentic, not just your words and your deeds and your actions, but the products out there. We can get uniformity in everything, furniture, whatever, they're mass produced. Mm -hmm. He goes, but the people who do things authentic, handcraft, stuff like this, it's gonna carry more and more value and certainly your words and your deeds. And he's right about that. And that's mm -hmm. part of what this is. Um, I, I think so. I, and there's, you can see a special piece of furniture, and if it's handcrafted, it's going to last oh, forever. Furniture especially. Have you seen what they've done? See, yes. some things you can go, okay, we got water bottles here, yep. and they're mass-produced, they're all the same. Okay, fine, you handcraft one, whatever. But when it comes to furniture, grandparents would buy furniture. It would last forever. You probably still have it. I, the I stuff have you my, bought four yeah. years ago, is that still around? It's all press board. It's yep. cheap, whatever. Yep. So if you go to handcraft it, it's more expensive, but it's going to be a piece of wood. Think about, think about food too. How many people Especially are opening food. like a farm to table restaurant? You know, they want that. I mean, we all yep. want that garden fresh food and the non-processed and that just mm, authentic Freshness. Yeah, and Freshness. millennials are about that. Millennials are uh, pretty health conscious with the stuff. Yeah. And millennials don't uh, cook as much as a generation as generations before them. Right. But yet we have all these TV shows about, you know, special food yeah. and it's not the mass produced. So they want this, yet they don't cook. And again, they're setting their priorities and they will pay for quality. So there's this huge uh, market now for prepared foods. And that's the reason, like, if you go to... Um, some of the specialty supermarkets, mm -hmm. like a Whole Foods or yep. whatever. And even in, like Kroger now, their uh, pre-made stuff and then their uh, healthier stuff, yeah. stuff that doesn't have all the extra whatever that you would traditionally get like at a Whole Foods, yep. is going like crazy. It is one of the biggest uh, surging, emerging products for supermarkets is mm -hmm. prepared foods that you take and bake.
Mm-hmm. You take it home and you bake it. It's well, high quality. It's all yet. You take it home and you finish it off. Right, and they're, it's not just hey, here's spaghetti and meatballs. Right. It's they're the companies like Blue Apron things. too, where Same thing. you order mm-hmm. and they ship you all of the fresh stuff, mm-hmm. which seems kind of bizarre when you put it in that term. But but it but it, it also comes with the recipe and the steps it. along the way. Yes. So it's and they and let's face it, they simplify it for you too. Right. A lot of people can't follow recipes, millennials or not. So that's. Pretty interesting I always stuff. use a recipe as kind of a guide, mm-hmm. and then I tweak it. Um, this is gentrification, and these growing markets and people doing stuff is awesome. It's great, mm-hmm. and you're going to see more and more of this stuff. Uh, if you're somebody who's business inclined, if you want to start a business, whatever, this is the future. This is the way to go. You can make mm-hmm. gobs of money. It's yeah. about being authentic, and if you can fake that, you are you're in. Golden. You're golden, right? I mean, that's, that's the way to go. What if like, people want things of quality made well? It's crazy world. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, you're seeing more and more jewelry, handcrafted jewelry this stuff is, too. This is. This See? necklace is handcrafted. We do we do stuff on our morning radio program with people who start businesses. A lot of that stuff out there. I That's mean, one of my favorite segments when you have the entrepreneurs. Building America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we had uh, somebody on this week that had the idea for a bicycle seat that you take off when you go and you need to lock it up and it turns into a lock. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, so it's kind of a two-in-one thing. A lot of times people take seat off so people won't steal their cycle. I want to know, when you have a good idea, how do you make it happen? Because I can come up with an idea, but I don't know how to make something happen. And therein lies the rub, right? I mean, that's, well, that's the trick right there. A lot of people have ideas, and that's the reason we do the segment, to say, what's the next step? What are you going to do? How are you going to get there? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the butcher shops, though, Cal, and I have been to Halal Butcher Shops. Um, a lot of these barbers, butcher shops of the past, bakers, actually came from the old countries mm-hmm. and these neighborhoods in America when people immigrated here. They would say, we're a, an Italian neighborhood and we have an Italian bakery yeah. or a Middle Eastern, you have a halal ba- uh, butcher shop or something like this. I went there years ago as part of a, um, I worked at a radio station in Cleveland and we were going to do a food eating segment as part of... <laughs> There's always a food eating segment know, with whatever you do. As part of Fat Tuesday. So Mardi Gras. And we're like, hey, what can we have people eat? And we're like, hey, how about um, uh, Rocky Mountain oysters? Uh, sheep's testicles, right. So they're like, all right, Doc, go find some and bring them to the restaurant tomorrow where we're broadcasting. I'm like, I don't know where you get these. So I like, you know, bop down to Kroger or whatever. And they're like, you got to go. We don't have those. So I go over to the West Side Market in Cleveland where... <clears throat> A lot of specialty stuff, which is awesome. A lot of uh, cities will have these type of, yeah. you know, markets. And I'm asking, they're like, nope, nope. And I'm like, where do I get these? And they're like, okay, you got to go to a Middle Eastern market because it's pretty popular there. And they go, okay, go down Lorraine Avenue or wherever it was, you know, a couple blocks. And he told me where to go. And I'm like, okay, great. So I roll down there and I walk in. There's a guy behind the counter like this. <laughs> you know, not a lot of high humor and smiles for the Middle Eastern. Can I like, help you, my friend? Yes, that's what it was. Very serious. And I go... Yeah, I need to get some uh, sheep's testicles. And he's like, <laughs> wait here. <laughs> and he disappears into the back, goes into a cooler, brings out a big clear plastic bag. Imagine you just threw a bunch of chicken in there, like raw chicken. Yeah. That's what it looked like. And he sets it down and he goes, how many do you want? That's, I'm not kidding. He goes, how many do you want? And I went, well, it's my understanding they come in pairs, right? <laughs> <laughs> he goes like this. He goes, that is, that is good. That is, that is very good. How many do you want? I went, two, please. <laughs> that was our exchange. But that little smirk was probably like belly laughing right, for right. most people, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, good deal. So 
I got two, please. Done. That's funny. Can we make them in those? They have, uh, I mean, I go Have you ever own. indulged, Cal? In Rocky Mountain oysters? Yeah, no, I can't say. I'm not as adventurous as you. Hmm. Um, but and, and you know, coming from the Middle East, there's a lot of different uh, dishes with these, you know, kidney, liver, uh, brain. That's all over the world. Eyes, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So when you go to these type, these bushes, yeah, they have like it's like a, a sheep head is like wrapped in saran wrap. Yeah, and like, it's right there. <laughs> it's like right next. Ah, I'm like that. Just chicken breast. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have no. the bone. I don't even want the little pieces in the vein that's in no, the leg or the I cut tendons. You out. gotta go. You are always yeah. safe eating chicken at my house because I get all of that stuff. Do you only use boneless breasts? Yes. Oh, okay, and I cut out all the cartilage. Uh, where's the, where's dinner? Yeah, What's up? Uh... It's not here. Okay, okay. tomorrow's spoons. Not here. No, tomorrow's spoons. We have plans. Oh, you do? Yeah, we yeah. got plans. There's sandwiches we're supposed to have today, but there yeah. was some trouble. We'll explain yeah. that coming up later on spoons. Get a quick break in. It's Doc and Cal and Carrie in for Pat and Stew and Jeffy on the Pat and Stew program. That is good. That is very, very good. That is good. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know about you guys, but um, and I, I try to eat healthy and I run or whatever, but one of my biggest failures, one of my biggest failures, is eating late at night. And I, I just, I am. And I, I get overwhelmingly hungry. I can fast, I can do whatever. Yeah. Night's the worst time for me. I'm not, I mean, even though I haven't eaten all night long, I wake up in the morning, I can eat. But I'm not like, oh my gosh, I get something to eat. Yeah. I could go, I could go till noon, one o'clock before I'm like, well, oh, I really need to get something. But man, I could have a full meal at 6:30. Mm-hmm. And 7:30, if I'm like, wow, I could really use for an entire pie with a gallon of ice cream. I mean, it's just You're always on die. my mind the way. That You're no, that's die. my problem with this. I'm gonna die earlier. What you am said I gonna at six get? Six o'clock? Huh? Six, you're around six, you said? Anytime. Anytime oh. in the evening. I was going to say, because late at night for me is like 10 o'clock. No, I, I just mean cravings. like it could be as close to an hour having eaten within a half hour. Oh, hour. okay. Yeah. Do you go to bed around six? No, I don't get to bed too easy. Dinner much around later. four o'clock? I get blue like plate grandma. special. I'm getting He's a little He's an older. early bird. Or... I was just simply using the proximity of time. <laughs> okay. I could have said nine o'clock dinner and 9.30 for my snack. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, so new information says that uh, eating late at night is likely going to cause you to die earlier. Yep. Is, that, is that my understanding? Uh, yeah, and weight gain. Increased risk of diabetes and heart disease. Okay, yeah. see, we knew some of that. It, I think the way, see, they're trying to make this almost like you're going to get diabetes if you do eat late at night, right. which may be part of it, but a lot of it may just be because of, of the, the weight, weight gain, gain. Right. right? And you will gain weight. So maybe if you <laughs> snack while doing squats or something. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I read somewhere that, that your... Uh, hunger sensations are very close to your uh, being tired, related to your being tired. Also, and that your if you body... haven't had enough water. Okay, yeah, so you're misinterpreting, or I'm misinterpreting, yeah. that I'm hungry at night when I'm really just tired. Yep. That makes so much sense to me. Right. And then I tell myself, I'm like, okay, see, you're not hungry, you're tired. And then I say, no, you're not, you're hungry, and then I eat, and it's bad anyways. But I, I try it, I go through this, this practice know... of doing this. <sighs> You ever stop and think, actually, when you get that hunger craving, and you just stop and think, and you really focus on your stomach, you're not hungry at all. Really. No, I'm hungry. No. You just want, you have like a craving, to, for me anyway, just a craving to snack yeah. on something. You want yeah. something, and that's where the, the whole, you're tired I, 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 I do have to say that, um, I, although 
I know that eating late at night is not good. I have to wait for my kids to go to bed so I can have ice cream. I don't share you ice cream. You hide it from them? <laughs> wait, what? Why wouldn't you give them ice cream? I don't share ice cream. Ice Why cream you... and popcorn, those are mine. Okay, you, know, you can have your own <laughs> ice cream so and you popcorn. you wait till they're passed out. Yes. Then you break out the ice cream. Yes. Okay, wait, wait a minute. So do they, is there kids' ice cream and your ice cream in the house? Well, there was, but I ate the kids' ice cream. You hit it? You ate their I ice cream? I ate their ice cream. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. It's renewable. You can just go get more. I know. But she's going to eat that too. But you haven't gotten more. Was it a limited supply? No, the whole Kids point is here, one half she gallon and that's it. I don't she, share. There's, she could buy a whole fridge full, but she doesn't want anyone else to touch it. I don't share ice cream or popcorn. Those are mine. Okay. Um, I would just say buy double, but are you going to eat I double? Do. I eat Okay. Double. That seems to be a failure there. Um, but your kids don't eat sugar anyway. They're, they do. Wow. Failure. They right. do. Mm-hmm. They eat more now than they used to. Okay, so nothing to something, it still could be a very small amount. Yeah. What's the sugar rule at your house? Um, they, get, they get a couple pieces of candy after dinner. A year? No, after dinner. My daughter, uh, we just kind of, I mean, we're really strict on not giving her sugar and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, we will every once in a while, I'll give her a cookie, not even a whole, like a half a cookie. Yep. Or, so we got ice cream sandwiches the other day, and they were like these mini ones. And just enough for her. And I was like, okay, you can have this. You're a good girl today. You know, she, she did what I asked. So I gave her this one little ice cream sandwich. You'd think I just gave this kid, like, you know, uh, the holy grail. She's like, oh, nummy. The whole thing for me? Her eyes lit up. She's like, Mm. And she milked it, you know. She was. I'm like, come on, it's melting. She's like, no, no. And she's like, little, nib, 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 little nib, nib, nib. nibbles. I'm like, it's she's gonna. Savoring nah. it. It was so funny. So how did she react to uh, having all that sugar? Uh, well, she was bouncing <laughs> off the walls for a while. <laughs> That's it. So my uh, wife and mother-in-law started with the let's not give him sugar thing. That's impossible. Well, to maintain, about a year, though. And then one day, I'm like. What, what the heck are you guys doing? When did we change this? Oh, we just decided to shut him up and give him the sugar. <laughs> yeah. It was like that. The one day I see her, she's giving him a bag of cereal, uh-huh. of like sugary cereals, like Cap and Crunch or something. And I go, what are you doing? She goes, yeah, I gave him. She thought it was a healthier cereal. What? Yeah, she That's didn't invent. That's a huge offender of sugar. Yes, she went to like a kid's party and they were handing out little bags of sugary cereal. She thought it was a healthy one. And he's like, Arr-r-r-r. and I'm like, well, yeah, that's why he's mowing down yeah. on it. Try giving him the raisin brand now, see what happens. <laughs> hey there, thanks for joining us. It's Doc Thompson along with Carrie and also Cal, even for Pat Stu and Jeffy today. So we got some news out of Hollywood that's pretty interesting. Apparently, Amazon is working on a new movie about Monica Lewinsky and her friendship with Linda Tripp and the scandal that um, Bill Clinton was caught up in back in the 90s. The Monica Lewinsky movie. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Is that something you're going to see? No. That's because it sucks, right? I mean, everybody knows it's not going to be a good quality movie. How right. do you make a good quality? Oh, I guess Amazon could do a good job at it, right? Yeah, I don't see why not. I'd watch it. I mean, if it had a lot of like behind the, you know, what was actually happening behind the courtroom drama? But and it's all about. That? Linda and Monica. It's, it's about mainly focused on their, their friendship. And oh, about their, I thought it was going to be about the, the trial. Did they already and the make that? Did they make that? Uh, they made it on SNL. And SNL and John, with John, John Goodman, Goodman was Linda Tripp. Really, really funny. Now, is it Thelma and Louise? Isn't that pretty much <laughs> oh, the same yeah, thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> same thing there. 
Um, yeah, Monica Lewinsky movie. I don't know. I guess so. If they actually, um, and I hope they take you know po um, poetic license and just go ahead and cast somebody attractive as Monica. I mean, I know people are like it's not true to the movie. You're right, but just go ahead and cast somebody attractive, and then I'm more likely to watch it too. Did you? Do, you didn't think Monica was attractive at all? No, not at all. Did you? A little bit. I didn't. I didn't think she was ugly. I wasn't. She wasn't like drop dead gorgeous, but she's a little thick back I'd in the day like and not a, attractive. I mean, look, she looks like, like she's 42 and divorcee and or something. And she she was a, does look like. Doesn't a she look old back then? Yes. She actually looks better now. Have you seen her currently? I mean, that was what she was college age, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was like 21, 23, like, something like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, the only reason I I'm interested in this movie now is that the story would be told to generations who really don't know much about the what happened back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know it, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess maybe seeing it could be entertaining, fine, whatever. But uh, my buddy Michael Palka, who is filling in for Glenn Beck on his radio program tomorrow and Friday and does middays on the Blaze Radio Network, uh, noon to 3 Eastern time, was saying that he was talking to some millennials recently and he made a reference to the Monica Lewinsky-Bill Clinton scandal. And they didn't get the reference. And he's mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, you don't, you don't understand? They're like, no. And it's nothing against Melinda. It's not a failure on right. their part. It's not a criticism. You just weren't around. It's just interesting to me that they knew virtually nothing about the scandal. Some of them didn't even know that there was a scandal. When they did know it, they just knew that he had had a, an affair. Well, it's kind of like um, JFK and, and Marilyn Monroe. Do you know? I don't, I don't really know anything. Well, those were not public. It still isn't. I mean, it's all just speculation. What's the smoke? There's no smoking gun I guess there's no official, but it was kind of, everybody kind of knew. There's no proof that that actually happened. Monica Lewinsky, there is some proof, uh, yeah. right? JFK, JFK was like, oh, you know, he was, uh, he was hooking up with, with Marilyn Monroe. It was all hearsay. Monica Lewinsky's was not, and it was, I mean, a full trial even. Yes. Do, do, I would be curious if those... Uh, millennials um, knew the reference, like if they had heard the reference, a blue dress or a no, cigar. No, in fact, in fact, those were two main things. So Mike goes, okay, blue dress. Wait, wait, what? Are, I mean, so these are millennials. Think about this. They live in an era. Uh, Do they era. know the reference, what is, is? It depends no. on what is, is? No, they don't know any okay, of it. Okay, they don't know any of it. Wow. So Mike references the blue dress. And this they live in an era of sex is all over the place right. or whatever. A lot and due to this Absolutely, scandal. they don't know that. But even in their world, how many politicians that have... I mean, even the Anthony Weiner have a blue dress like that. Right. With that evidence, right? I mean, that is so graphic even in today's yeah. world. So here they're like, uh, wait a minute, uh, first of all, blue dress, DNA, hold on, right? So they're flipping out about that, and Mike goes, oh, yeah, let me tell you the story. And he goes back, whatever, and then the cigars, uh, wait a minute, <laughs> what about hold the cigar? <laughs> and they're, I mean, their eyes are just huge going, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, this is Did you it. you tell about the Twinkie? What, what about, about the Twinkie? Twinkie? So, yeah, so they're telling the story. I don't know story. about the Twinkie. That's oh, just a line from oh. Ghostbusters. Did you talk about oh, Twinkie? Oh, okay. What about the Twinkie? <laughs> so, yeah, um, just fascinated about it. So, and I'm fascinated that they don't know. So, if they saw the story, maybe, maybe that'd help them out understand what's going on. Yeah, I think it, it depends on how the story is told. Because if it's, from, <clears throat> if it's centered around their friendship, uh, it, could, well, it I mean, could be an epic fail. You cannot do a Monica Lewinsky movie without, I was going to say touching on that. Without <laughs> explaining that part of the story, that's got to be a part of it. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> and they say this centers on, so Linda Tripp was, of course, a White House aide, and Monica Lewinsky was the White House intern, and they were friends, which is really kind of odd anyways, because there was a huge age discrepancy there, and what kind of friendship where you're like, okay, I got to tell somebody, ooh, blue dress, right? <laughs> right, right. I mean, that whole thing is just odd, so maybe that is interesting. And then, Why of course, Why did you she, save the dress? <clears throat> I think you're like wanting... a trophy. <laughs> it a is. trophy? It is. That's, hey, guys, that's a, look what I got. <laughs> creepy as it... I was going to say creepy as it may be. Creepy as it is, uh-huh. it is a trophy with the whole thing. I mean, it's kind of a, you know, you're young and you... you yeah, I can... You diddled I, the president, you know, so... Me. So in other scandals throughout this, because there were, I mean, um, all kinds of scandals. Some reached the level of trials and public knowledge. Some were just speculation but ones that had to do with sex through, you know, 150 years ago, yeah. whatever. If I were to talk to people that were around then, they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, you didn't know about this? Uh, no, wait a minute, what right. was it? Would I react the same way? I don't know. There was, in fact, earlier, might have been in the makeup room, were we talking about Rufus King? Were you in there? No. Okay, I think you had already walked out. So I was talking with other people in the makeup room before and on the air about James Buchanan, President James Buchanan. Uh-huh. He is rumored to be the first gay yes. president. Yes. And he had a, at one point, a live-in friend, yep. Senator Rufus King. Mm-hmm. And he was a frequent visitor at the White House, and they had they sleepovers. Good buddies. I mean, he spent the night, we'll just put it that way, I think there were sleepovers, though. Yeah. Um, and it was common knowledge around D.C. circles that they were... Um, a couple. A couple. Friends. <clears throat> Good friends, friends. Uh, maybe a little Very bit more. Close In fact, I think they had a, a name. You'd have to look, but I think they called them Aunt Fancy and Miss Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they called them around DC circles. So my question is, <clears throat> if I went much like millennials, me talking to millennials about the Bill Clinton thing, if I went to people around and I'm like, so wait a minute, the president had this senator mm-hmm. who might have been living at the white house at times and they certainly had a relationship before he was president whatever and you all knew this they're like yeah right you that's a big deal you didn't know this is that how they would react do you think uh i don't know i don't know if i mean first of all the clinton thing happened how how many years ago was that now it was 90s. 92 something like that so years. we're not that far removed from it um and a lot of the millennials were at least toddlers at that time or babies at that time. So it's kind of in their generation still. Not <clears throat> they that they wouldn't would, have known not, it, first of exactly, all. Exactly. Yeah. No, not that they would have known about it or known what was going on in the. You'd have to be over world. 30, really, to even vaguely remember it, probably. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a rumor about Obama and uh, an assistant of his? The, the, the guy. There's all kinds of them. Um, there's, there's rumors about him with, I mean, very little proof, but. Uh, him being gay, him having affairs, Michelle having affairs, Michelle being a man. Although that was kind of funny when you see the pictures. But regardless, um, I think that's what it'd be like. We've all seen the bulge. So so then the question is, you're known as Aunt Aunt Fancy and Miss Nancy, Mm -hmm. okay, if that's legit. Mm -hmm. How did people (coughs) react to them? What what did they think was going on? (coughs) Did they have... Like, full knowledge? Because I think back then, because I remember asking my dad, I'm like, okay, when you were a kid, I mean, there were gay people. He was like, yeah, it was just kind of, we just called them fancy people. or Yeah, I don't think it was a big, I think people were just, they lived their life, and 
people said, okay, we think they're they, gay, there was a, but yeah, there's gay, just... but I don't think they thought of that. I don't think they thought it through in their mind. When we think gay, we're like, okay, you're gay, which means you're involved on a sexual level mm -hmm. at some point with people of the same. I don't think for them, I thought, oh, he's just a guy who enjoys the company of men. It was kind of like that. They mm -hmm. weren't as graphic in their mind. Right? I think they were more sheltered. And so DC, Aunt Fancy and Miss Nancy, were they, were people like, oh my gosh, you know what they're doing in the green room? If they're in the oh. red room, in the Lincoln bed, it wasn't the Lincoln bedroom. They weren't think. picturing it, imagining <clears throat> it. Right, I don't think it was that. I think they were just fancy people. Okay. I yeah? think you might be right. Interesting. So, Monica Lewinsky movie, yay or nay, Cal, will you give him $10 to go see it in the movie theater? Now that you've explained it's the relationship between Monica and, and uh, uh, Linda. Linda, nah, no, not likely. No. Sorry. What about you? Snoozer. I think it would be boring. And I can just, I just know it's going to be horribly acted guarantee you because the writing is going to be really cheesy and dumb i guarantee you here's the question will it i mean it's hollywood it's amazon it's leftists mm -hmm. what will their spin on it be monica Lewinsky, noble young college intern ready to set the world on fire with her ideological views and this evil hassock of a woman linda tripp hell-bent on bringing down the greatest, sorry, second greatest man <laughs> in the White House and the history of the White I mean, right? I mean, yeah. is it going to be like that? I, I don't know. Do you think Monica Lewinsky will be heralded as this heroine? Yes. And, really? She's already... Definitely victimized. She is vic uh, oh, the, yes, she, They're claiming victimized. she's a victim now. Yes. And she has gone on the offense and attacked Fox News and everything. Yeah. She's done the tour. Okay. Listen, it cannot be good to go, what she, what, go through what she went through. No. I mean, she was... I mean. Now we're just getting beyond the name Monica. I yes. mean, Monica but for 10, 12, point, 15 years was like, okay, bring in an oral sex joke. Right. I mean, that was standard. Yes. Monica meant sex yeah. joke. Right. Um, horrible. But she's also responsible for I, it. I was just going to say, she is responsible. And not just did she have a, an affair. She didn't engage in that. It was with the president. No, it was with, although you're right, it was with a married man. So as, as but, victimized but as you are. there are plenty of people who have affairs with married men that don't get bashed and, true. you know, whatever, because it's, all right, it's an affair. So you're she should have known she, that it was going to be an she issue. She was not just getting into okay. a relationship with a married man. It was the president okay. of the United States. So you're, so, it yeah. will be known. You will be forever branded the chick with the blue dress mm -hmm. who did so, things yeah, so for you're the saying president. from a knowledge standpoint, you've got to be smart enough to know that yes. this is going to be an issue. Yes. I was taking the moral standpoint of saying being responsible. You're not just having an affair. You're not just hooking up with somebody at a club. You're hooking up right. with a married person. Yes. And you should know better because it's the president that it's going to be leaked at some point or potentially yes. could be. Yeah. So is it nice? People called her. She said the Fox News and others called her a whore, made her think she was a whore. I think she said a whore. Um, or bimbo, slut, worse. Um, okay, you're right. That may not be nice. People said things, joke, whatever. That's not nice. But you're not clean in this thing. No. Literally. <laughs> you're not clean in this thing. You had an affair with a married man who the, the world pays attention to. There's always a lot of news about. Had girl talk about it. Right, in the White House, right, girl talk about it, you save the dress or whatever, you are hey, not Linda, some... guess what? What's going on? Check out my new dress. You're, you're not some innocent little, no, you know... she is not innocent in this Shrinking violet or something that, no, you were, un and, and somewhat aggressive. I never bought into the Bill Clinton, you know, playing on this innocent child. 
That because no. they tried to spin Bill that way. He didn't. I mean, did he use his influence and the power of his office to woo her? Yeah, of course. But every guy does but try to find him. some sort of angle, and probably women too. You're, what angle you're fine. do I have? Okay, I'm president. I'm president. That's, That's the only angle somehow. you need, right? I don't know. I, I think it works for me, right? I mean, you're the most powerful man in the world. Yeah. That's a uh, you know political distinguish. Dis- have sex you know. with me. There's a job in it for you. Right. Now go out there and be somebody. Well, and she was all caught up because he was the young-looking president mm-hmm. and ideological and hitting that right. generation or whatever, too. But, yeah, you're culpable in this thing. Don't Absolutely. come and be like you're the victim. No. Were people wrong? Sure. But you know what? First, you start with you were wrong. You, start, right. you come out and actively say, I was wrong, and you lead with that every time before you start ripping on other people. Right. Because I'm sure she doesn't give equal time to... I shouldn't have been with the married man. I shouldn't have slept with the married man. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have had an affair. I shouldn't have had premarital sex. I shouldn't have done it in the White House. I shouldn't have. She's not doing that. The most she's saying is, I was young and I thought I was in love and wrong. That's what she says. Uh Eh, Failure. Sorry. Does she actually think that, you know, she was in love and he's going to leave Hillary and take her and they're going to be happily ever after. Okay, I may give her that one because you would just assume who the hell's with this broad. If he has any other option, he's bailing on her. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Makes sense to me, sure. All right, apparently uh, TBS has decided that they need to scrub a word that's in some movies. Uh, Those are some of my favorite movies. Yeah, I know, I know, and um, it's not the F word, it's not the C word, it's not even the N word, it's the T word. Yes. We'll tell you what that word is and talk about those movies, what TBS is up to, coming up next on the Pat and Stew program. Doc, Carrie, and Callian. The T word now, I guess. I guess we got to be sensitive. I, I will use it for the purpose of this broadcast, and All then right. we will get together afterwards because this I just found this out with management and decide as a policy if we will use this word on the air on I this don't network know. Be in the careful, future. Doc. I, I caution you again. This is just for educational purposes, so you know what's going on. I'll throw it out there. All that right. T word is terrorist. Ah. <clears throat> What are you doing? I know. I just have to say, now that you know the word terrorist, I'm sorry. I'll just, that's just it. It's the T word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somebody noted and then reported to a, uh, a website that when they were watching the Back to the Future movie, the Back to the Future, yeah. I was going to say trilogy, but it's really only the first yeah. one. Yeah. Back to the Future, where uh, Doc Brown says to Marty McFly, they're talking about it, and Marty says, Doc, I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. When you go, the night I yep. go back. Hey, hang on. He doesn't wait. tell him that. He writes he it. Come on, Doc. He tries to tell him. To tell him. But, he doesn't him. but he writes it in a letter yes. to him. Right. The night I go back, you will be, be shot, shot by, by the T words. Yeah. yeah. You will be shot by terrorists. Hey, what are you doing? Don't say the word. We're not snowflakes here. Anyways, no, I told you. We haven't decided as a network. I'm only going to say it a couple times. That's it. We're done. You don't say the T words. It's in context of the movie, all right? Okay. No, what are you going to start quoting the N word now? Who are you, Don Lemon? Come on. So, anyways, he said. Uh, he's writing him the note, right? He says, on the night you go back, you will be shot by T-word, mm-hmm. the T-word, and... Tourists. Let's say tourists. All right. T- uh, TBS edited the word out. 
yeah. it physically too, like the, the letter. <laughs> it's edited out from the letter too. Because he does the voiceover while he's right, writing, right, he's, while he's, he's saying yeah, it. He's dictating mm -hmm. I've got to tell you what's going on, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. They cut it out audio and they cut it out right there. You will be shot by big open white space on letter. Just you will yes. be shot. Yeah, you will be yep, shot. You will be shot. <clears throat> um, why? I did. They didn't even add a period, though. Right. <laughs> they didn't even try to make it grammatically correct. Why would? <laughs> why is that word offensive? I mean, weren't they were they Libyan they were T Libyan words? They were Libyan tourists. Oh my gosh, almost. I almost I know. did it's it. So, see, Carrie, and this is the problem. Jeez. That horrible, evil word is part of your lexicon. It's so common that you can't even censor I yourself. I know. I'm sorry. How do you think those people feel? Those people the, that are the, out the Libyan blowing tourists? up the, the, innocent people, right? I'm sorry. See, I'm saying that's I'm it. Sorry. You got to watch what you're saying there. Horrible. I apologize. What's the point here? If they said we're going to edit out the word Libyan, would make more sense. Still stupid, but yeah, yeah that would. You make go more okay. Sense. Well, not every Libyan is <laughs> a terrorist. They're terrorists. Damn it! <laughs> They're the bad guys. That was the whole premise that he said he would help them build bombs yes. if they would get the plutonium for him. He didn't say, was I was shot premise. by Middle Easterners. <laughs> he didn't say I was shot by Libyans. Libyan terrorists. How do they, they explain? I mean, that sets up the whole premise of the movie. Well, you, how he gets the plutonium, yeah. Yes. And it just shows you, uh, it was a movie made in the 80s, and in the time, Libyan terrorists hijacked planes. Yes. I mean, that was one of the major things that happened. Right. Uh, it was a big uh, thing in the 80s, so... I mean, Lockerbie bombing gonna, all of these. Are they going to digitally remaster where they they change the guys coming after them so they don't look Middle Eastern? It'll be and white guys. Like, I'm going to say they're Christians, like cowboy hats. And... Christian males, that type of thing. <laughs> There'll be a uh, uh, stars Watch and bars flag the on their bumper, you know. Uh, <laughs> a MAGA sticker, make America great again, Trump. <laughs> That's what they'll yep, put on the side yep. of it. Marty, I gotta watch out for the Donald Trump supporters. <laughs> so I can only think there's two reasons why that they would edit this out, and I don't know what their motivation is. One of two, mm -hmm. we're so sensitive about terrorists that we mm -hmm. can't discuss, which is asinine because it's everywhere, and it's not like kids hearing the word terrorist would cause a meltdown, a trigger, or the Middle Eastern connection. But again, wouldn't you then edit out the guys that look like they're from the Middle yes. East in the minivan? The or with the, the head or you, again, you edit out the word Libya and you just say terrorist. Which, which do you think it likely is? Maybe someone complained. I'm sure they did, well, but, so, but, but what is the basis for us? That we're so sensitive that we can't talk about terrorism or... It was made, the, the <laughs> edited version was made very shortly after the 9-11 attacks. Okay, so we're so sensitive. It's not as much about... Yeah. So they just kept playing the edited version? They really took that I'm out? Remember, that movie's on so often and I'm... I'm trying to remember if I've noticed that. Uh, Why would you edit it out uh, after 9-11? I don't know if I remember it was, there was some of this going on back then, but... If it was maybe to, you know, because people were so affected, <laughs> obviously we would be, um, that, that just to see terrorists is Well, they stopped scary. showing the, the planes going into the buildings, which I never got. You can still find it. I, I, yeah. I, I never got why it's a problem. I don't think that stuff should be scrubbed from Neither our do I. It's all. legitimate. It's raw. It's real. It's what happened. It's history. Yes. Supposed to, first of all, it's history. So why would you change it? Number two, maybe we're supposed to know what happened. Because Absolutely. remember. This we is the to... reason that we are soft, is because we are too far removed from this stuff. I, even in my lifetime, really don't understand 
what war is about. In right. my lifetime, I've had sanitized wars mm -hmm. in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. By sanitized, what I mean is we don't see all of the footage, even though we have you know capabilities now to see it. People just disappear yep. and they go and fight a war and then they come back or they don't. And you went off and did your, I don't, I don't have a connection. At least Vietnam, it was shocking. This stuff was more on TV, so they had a connection. That was kind of in my lifetime. I remember a little bit, but not so much. Oh, you're old. Pri yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Prior to that, um, it was the Korean War. Mm -hmm. That was the Forgotten War. Again, people disappeared. But yeah. World War II, they lived it. It yes. was here. Yep. People left. People went they to the movies home. to watch the news. Newsreels, they were attacked. There yes. was rationing. You couldn't Everyone get stuff. Was involved in Everybody it. It was had the war skin effort. in the game. It was the war effort, yep. and you were involved in this. And what were we fighting? It was clear cut. Very clear cut. And it was the ultimate bad guy. Yep. Right? You're systematically exterminating people based on their faith. Nobody was out there saying, we can't say the word Nazi. Right, we exactly. We don't want to offend anybody. It's horrible, right? Don't we don't want to do it. It's kind of, go, I mean, the whole, mm. I don't know, erasing the inconvenience or erasing the... The uncomfortable, yeah. is that the better? I mean, um, this goes back to, you know, they're, they're removing Civil War statues in the South, a lot of the Confederate states. How do you guys feel about that? that? Similar, it's like, I think that's also something, even though it's uncomfortable and, and these men stood for something that was horrible, like slavery, I think we still need to acknowledge that it happened and remember that it happened. I think that to remove them for a political reason to say, well, this is just such a blight on our history. Um, it is a blight on our history, but it wasn't just about slavery. And it's part of the Southern culture as far as what made it the South. Um, the, I think that when a state, the people of a state get together and they vote, hey, let's take this Confederate flag down from our state house. That's fine. It's not necessarily politically motivated. You put up motivated, whatever you want. You can change the flag absolutely. But as long as the majority out, do it, sure. Just to go out <laughs> to say, no, this is an evil part of our history and we're going to remove it. Well, are you going to stop singing Negro spirituals? You know, the gospel music that... How, um, about, how about, and we've seen uh, the Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer. Right. Which one has... They both have it in it, yeah. the N-word. Yeah. Um, where they've said you can't read, which is yeah. just so silly. That was, uh, I had a friend whose son was in sixth grade and they had to do a report. And so they got the, him the unabridged and it had the word in it. The abridged didn't have the word. Dun, dun, and dun. so he wrote his paper and his teacher called his parents in because he put that word in his paper. It's in the book. He didn't know that it had a negative He didn't even know what it meant. No. He'd never been a no, part of it or whatever. he had never been exposed to it in a bad the way. The statues are interesting to me. And I agree, first of all, uh, first of all, as Jeffrey would say, uh, first of all, <laughs> If you were going through your day and you were saying those statues have to come down because I am so bothered by them, mm -hmm. your life is better than mine. You think you have it rough? That that's the, the big This is issue. it. I'm just so oppressed by that statue. I don't care if the statue says slave master on it. Mm -hmm. Go about your business. Move on. I got real issues to worry about. Putting money you know, in my pocket so I can put food on the table for the kids. I mean, I got real issues. I got family members who are sick. Those are real issues. Having said that, I don't like scrubbing history. Mm -hmm. Stop pretending it didn't happen. No, you have to take the good and the bad. But they have a little bit of an argument with the statues. And here it is. If you want to take the flag, they, they were taking the flag out of the Confederate History Museum. You mm -hmm. can't show the fag flag because it's offensive. Right. It was a Freudian slip. The flag because it's offensive. Um, you're, you're nuts. You can't show pictures because they're mm -hmm. offensive and troubling. Leave it alone. Mm -hmm. The statues, we put statues on display of people we want to honor, right? Okay. So if you put a person statue form out there 
who was a slave owner, and that's what they were known for. They fought in the Civil War, although the Civil War was also again about states' rights. Mm -hmm. Slavery was a part of it. Yes. That was it. Is that somebody we should be honoring? Now, if it was a, just a political issue, I don't like that person because it's a Democrat or a Republican, mm -hmm. knock it off. If you say, I don't like them because they were anti-environment, I was pro-environment, whatever. I think we all agree slavery is bad. Absolutely. It goes against everything all of us are supposed to yes. believe in. People left and right, personal freedoms, you know, you're... I think that's something we can all come, uh, come, come to terms to, with, right. Yes. So if you have that, a statue no. of somebody who's primarily known for being the leader of a rebellion that was based on slavery, is there a little bit of an argument there? I'd be I don't want to scrub history. I'm just saying the statue. I would be interested to know, though, <laughs> who all the statues are for. So Let's like, say Jefferson Davis or... But, and, and I don't want to speak out of turn because... Robert E. Lee. Because I am not the history buff that my husband or daughter are. Mm -hmm. um, they, they can... But I know that there are some... And I'm going to slip up here totally. But I think that there were actually... Some that were known for other things. And did yes, okay, that didn't yeah. necessarily even fight with the Confederates for slavery. They were fighting for... States', states rights, rights, without question, that was a and huge part of it. And it wasn't a matter of slavery for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And even Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis pretty much came to terms with it when the war was over. Yeah. I mean, they weren't, you know, going off, you know, running other rebellions or something. They're like, okay, well, you know, we gave it the old college try, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'll give it that. And it certainly absolutely was a right, you know, secession, to which I believe states ought to have the right to. To honor someone for... <laughs> Being a slave owner, that, that's just... Right. Can no. you make? Can you separate those two in that context? Cal, do you think they can? I think so. Robert, and, and let's use those two, Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis. I, I think so. I mean... And you can honor I'm, them truly, and those people are honoring them for their beliefs and I mean, stance on secession. What are we talking about that's, that offends people here? It's the, it's the slavery aspect. Right. And like we said, the Civil War and what these men did was a, a lot more than just the slavery aspect. So I would think that you can still honor the history, or at least acknowledge the history of what happened. Still and, a huge historical figure. Yeah, right. and still acknowledge what this person did, even though a big portion of their legacy is something that is offensive, negative, horrible. I, I want to say one of these guys, at least, actually was not on board with slavery. They spoke out against slavery, but lots they of, were... Lots of people in the South did. Well, Rob, yes, wasn't but it they, wanted, they still fought with the Confederacy because they wanted the state's rights. Right, and yeah. that's, that was but not could be uncommon on. as part of it. Isn't there a quote yeah. from Robert Lee about not being able to raise a hand against Virginia, his home state? I think, I think there is, actually. That was why. Yeah, and I don't support taking the statues down. I just understand that one piece. Do you really want that guy in the center of your town honoring it unless people understand the full context of it? Coming up next, mm. Spoons on the Pat and Stew program. A favorite. Okay, this is the best part of the day, spoons. And this is, you know what, we have had so much uh, a call for Beauty by Bailey, Bailey, <laughs> to make more pudding shots. Okay, People have been fail, craving these, wanting fail, these. Fail, that we're in here working and Jason's like, I'll come in for that <laughs> segment. <laughs> this, I'm here. Jason Buckle's yeah, like, I'm here. Welcome, Jason. Wow, what was he doing? <laughs> in here, sure. Come I saw on them in. bringing this in. I was like, that's where this I'm going. Is, what is this? This is a raspberry cheesecake pudding shot. It has... Oh my gosh. Uh, and they're they're a little bit frozen. They're soft. They're not really frozen, but they are. are it just smells good. Oh, are, uh, my goodness! Thick because they're they're again. Uh, it's cold. got the it's it's a cheesecake pudding mix. Okay. With um, 
rum chata and Cool Whip. The return in of the it. rum chata. The return of the rum chata. Oh my gosh. Wow, it this might is be amazing. It is so Could you at least I try? What did it really taste bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Cal can't eat this oh, because he's fasting. Give me a little. Right, she, this is just <laughs> like, oh, this is, it's okay. She Explain what rum chata some, is. She mixed up some raspberries and put them on the bottom and they're so so what is rum chata? Oh my gosh, It's Bailey. deliciousness. <laughs> it's liquor. It's booze. No, yeah, so it's rum with what? What? I guess cinnamon rum. rum. It's like a cinnamon rum, I mm -hmm. think. Rum chata. It is crazy good. Well, she tried rum chata. We had the birthday cake one's good, and then she made rum chata, but it was a different, with something she else. She made the banana pudding banana. ones last week. And I like the banana pudding, but cinnamon goes really well with raspberries and strawberries. This In fact, is, I'll get that later. <laughs> this is an 18. Yeah, far. this is 18. This, this is, is an 18. Amazing. Is this the best one? I think it is. I think yeah. it might be the uh -huh. best. The raspberries one. really bring it home. So mm -hmm. yeah. We were in the makeup room this morning. She said, "Well, why don't we do why don't we do a, a cheesecake and raspberry rum chata? That that'll be good." Uh, yeah, <laughs> amazing. You know what? I'm not sure mm. if this is really all that good. I'm gonna need. Uh, I'm gonna have to try another one. I'm gonna try another one just, yeah, to, make just sure. to make sure. Wait, sorry, did you I totally need two? agree. these amazing shots you can go to beauty by bailey the facebook page oh there it is right over there beauty yes by beauty by bailey. bailey go there um they're just amazing right, and we've... right now we're going to go into the vault with david barton and glenn talking about immigration so where are more shots they're gone <laughs> see ya <laughs> this one right here um, he's the guy who brought discipline into the Continental Army. George Washington said, get these guys trained. They have no discipline at all. And so he's the one really credited with turning the American Continental Army into something other than a bunch of ragtag farmers. I thought that was... Did he work in Valley Forge with Lafayette? Yes, yes he did. Okay. Yeah, th th these were two of Washington's favorite right. generals. Yeah. But see, he's a Protestant guy. And the, the German court at that time, and I don't mean court judiciary, I mean the court, uh, yeah. uh, they were Catholic. Like, and so they wanted him gone, so they said, he's homosexual. So, oh man, we can't have... So to this day, California textbooks say he's a homosexual founding father. No, no, no. They used that to get him chased out of Germany. He Is was, there any, any doubt? I mean, homosexuals see, existed they back existed, then, but... Any... But as a matter of fact, George Washington, March of 1778, came up with the first ban on homosexuals in the military. And but they did exist. John Monfort was the guy that they found that was a homosexual. Washington said, no way in this man's Who army. Who is it that we were just... We read a, a piece... It was a, a, an amazing piece, and I think it was Abraham Lincoln that showed when he was on the road, he and another guy shared... There were three a, of them. There yeah, were, they all shared one bed. That's right. And they tried to make it into some sick Homo menage a That's trois. California. That's right. California, that's in California? California has a law that requires that you show the contributions of homosexuals and gays and, and lesbians throughout history. So they started saying... Abraham Lincoln, he slept in bed with two other guys. Well, that, that was common back then. The, the Continental Army, you slept eight mans to a tent. So they're all homosexuals because they slept that way? But if you're trying to find someone you can highlight who was a homosexual hero during the Revolution, who do you point to? You have nobody. Nobody. So and the you question find you say Well, is, that we know of. There might have been somebody, well, no, but we true. don't know. That's true. Not, not known. And, and so, and by the way, you know what? The, this is some, one of the most oxymoronic things. In the California curriculum, they have George Washington Carver as a homosexual. Now, you explain to me how they got there. I'll tell you how they got there. How did they get there? Well, George Washington Carver, of course, was kidnapped in his mother, and so he was. they were able to find him, never his mother, and so they raised him. And he was raised in a slave family, slave plantation. Uh, but because of the way they abandoned him and left him to die, 
he ends up with lung problems and, and has serious lung problems for the rest of his life. He, right. he's, so he's no good as a field hand. So they left him to work in the house as a house slave where he learned to cook and to crochet and to sew and to spin. Oh, my gosh. So basically, it's like what I said here about uh, Lafayette because Lafayette was known as a dandy. I mean, mm -hmm. he was a guy who liked his dress, mm -hmm. you know, not his dress, but his, his <laughs> not <that> coat <laughs> to, to look right, right, and he was always looking very, very sharp. And Well, there's, there's a great story of these two guys right here in, in, in the Battle of um, uh, Brandywine. Battle of Brandywine, there's a guy named Patrick Ferguson, and Patrick Ferguson is a British. At the time, he was a captain. He's the first guy to invent a breech-load rifle. Now, back in the American Revolution, you got a breech-load rifle. You're shooting a bunch of shots a minute. You're not shooting three a minute. You're shooting eight to nine shots a minute. And so he's a sharpshooter. He had a rifled barrel in this thing. And he goes into the British generals. He shows them what he can do with this. And so he laid on the ground, and he would pop targets 100 yards off, not 30 with a musket, but 100 mm. yards off. And he would roll and load as he rolled it and popped another target and roll. And he just laid on the ground kept rolling. And, and they said, mm, that's not traditional. We're not going to do it that way. He said, if you'll give me 100 sharpshooters with this gun, I'll end the American Revolution. They said, mm, and he would have. we're not going to do that. But say, they sent him to America as a soldier, so he's here, and he is a sharpshooter. And in the middle of the Battle of Brandywine, he sat in a tree with two of his guys, and they're just popping officers like crazy up there. And he said, as he was sitting there, that two American officers came riding at him. He said he had them in sight. He said they turned, turned around, and he said, suddenly I had this urge came over me. He said, I've shot enough Americans today. I don't, I don't need to shoot anymore. Wow. And he said, Who were they? And, and the American, he said, the American looked up at me and locked eyes at me. And we looked at each other. I had my, and I told my two guys, don't shoot. It, it, we locked eyes. He looked at me and he said, he was a very cool character. He said, he turned his back on me after a while and just slowly rode away. He said, I could have lodged six or eight bullets in him before he got out of range, but I decided I'd shot enough. Wow. He said the other guy with him was a well-dressed officer who had a big ostrich feather in his hat. It, it was, was Washington George Washington and, and Lafayette. Wow. Yeah. And when he got back to camp, they said, you could have ended the revolution. Wow. I suddenly had this urge not to shoot anymore that day. I'd shot enough that day. So let me tell you another story. This is the one thing, you know, we all have, if, you're, if you collect things and you're always on the hunt for things, there's one thing that I passed on at the time um, because it was going too high. As soon as I stopped bidding, the other guy stopped. It was I, you and somebody else. I've been in so many of those. Oh, I so hate this it. was, hate now think of this. This is so, so important for history to show that, yet yeah, these guys, some guys did exist. I mean, homosexuality, it's not a new thing. Right. It's, not. it's a story about a guy who was working. Uh, as a uh, a cook, it's in during the Indian Wars. It's been a while since I read it. He dies. She dies. Sorry, she dies. She had been living with the army as a woman, married to another guy, and traveling with the army and cooked for them until she died. And then when they were getting her ready, because her husband had died. They, they took off her dress, and they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my. <laughs> and it's a, it was a whole, it was a newspaper article and a handwritten letter wow. about, I was one of the guys that undressed her, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, there's some parts here that don't belong. <laughs> and how he had lived as this woman with the military for wow. a long time. But 
most of that stuff was not documented and we don't know yeah. and and how we can go back 200 years later and say and concoct things yeah and say well he crocheted mm -hmm. how how now, outrageously you know what? for the homosexuals to use that as the example of why he's homosexual ought to be demeaning it is that's to, what i was going to say to yeah. them the, and they they use that yeah. as the reason to include and go yeah oh my okay. gosh so this guy is polish who's this guy um, pulaski pulaski is, is polish and, and you just go down the list here de grasse is is, is french lafayette is french uh, you got von Steuben. Muhlenberg is the Pennsylvania uh, German guy. How do you uh, say he's Kois the pastor. Koiseko? Koskusko. Koskusko. That is Koskusko, and he is Polish. And brought us the couscous, which, no, he didn't. I'm <laughs> waiting on this one. <laughs> See where you go with this. All right. But, but these are all, these are significant guys in the revolution. And I mean, without some known, of these. Were some of these guys, were they traitors? I mean, as we're fighting the Prussians, well, remember uh, the, the Prussians, Germans. There the, are we. Are we traitors? He's on the outside. He's on the outside of the German government. He's been kicked out because they accused him of being homosexual. Get rid of him. So for him to come to work with us, they didn't want him anyway. Okay. So what you're talking now? The, the German people really liked Americans. I mean, we we were what just a couple of votes away from but having what, our language, official language, being nation, German. Yeah. Oh, but why did he get kicked out? Uh, he got kicked out because it's a Catholic court and he's a Protestant. Well, a Catholic court's not going to be real favorable toward a Protestant nation, which America was at the time. We had right, Catholics, okay. a number of signers, so they're not they're not allies with us. But he is. He comes and same same with with um, Lafayette, the same with DeGrasse, the same with so many others that came over. Do you know? Was there a, a group of of immigrants like, for instance, Pennsylvania was almost all German, if I'm not mistaken. Nearly every colony was immigrants. Right, but Pennsylvania was almost all German. Correct? A, a lot of it. A lot of it. I mean, now, a huge, huge yeah, German population. Well, it had a huge that. German population. But remember, it was started by William Penn, an Englishman who brought Quakers with him out of England. It was started with 10,000 Quakers out of England. Is but there, the majority of Germans that came ended up in Pennsylvania. Right. So mm -hmm. is there any place uh, or is, was there any group of foreigners that um, Did not really cut? No that, no, that went in and said, we are, we're really in with George Washington. For instance, there's that one Indian tribe well, up in Cuba. New York State. Hispanics in Cuba did. I mean, in Cuba, you had the women in Cuba, Hispanic women taking and raising money and sending it to George Washington. Hispanics out of Cuba, and also remember Spain owned Florida at the time. You had the Spanish governor of Florida, Hispanic guy, going in and helping Washington fight in the southern wars down there. So you had much in the way. How is that well, not a story? To I have been looking for, remember, you'll know this, David. No, most people won't. I can't remember the name of the Hispanic guy that, that was made into a series by Walt Disney. El Fuego Baca. Yes, El Fuego Baca. Baca. Um, great story mm -hmm. until you look into it and then you see how Disneyfied that it's, story is. It is, is a Disney it's like, story. That's not bad. really the way that story right. went down. But trying to find Hispanic, real important Hispanic yeah. founders and Hispanics playing a role in America, that's not easy to no. find. And well, it's like when I ask you, and you immediately say, "Well, Cubans is yeah, well, yeah. also the governor of Guatemala, and you had officials from Mexico City who also sent troops and funding up. In fact, uh, when and Cornwallis gets bottled up in Yorktown, it was the Spanish that pushed up through Florida and Georgia, pushing the British troops north towards Yorktown when we won that victory. Was that a I hate the English, or was it I like these Americans? Yes, yes, <laughs> that's both. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
you guys are fighting our enemy. We like you. Yeah. We hate them. Yeah. That's the same thing Difference. with some of the Irish generals we had. They, you know, the Irish really enjoyed fighting. And 20 of Washington's generals. Usually yeah. in bars. <laughs> <laughs> well, 20 of Washington's generals were Irish. So, I mean, look again. At, now, these are, these are kind of the foreign language-speaking generals. But so much of the American Revolution but was But you look done. at the Irish again, and the Irish are probably much more, I hate the English, yeah. than I love America. I mean, they might have loved America as well. Sure. But yeah. they yeah. had Well, well they did. Because yeah. you got, you got positive Miami's contributions of them. I mean, so many of the Irish generals were really contributors to us, <clears throat> not just militarily, but after the war as well. And so they did love America, and they did not like Great Britain. I mean, you had freedom and liberty here, you didn't over here, and so both things drove them. Okay. What else do you have? Well, talking about some of these guys, I've never seen one of these before. Uh, Mercury One just got it. That is a document actually signed by Rochambeau. And Rochambeau is, is one of, of Washington's generals. And you can see the, you know, the language here, French, French. et cetera. Um, but I've never had an opportunity so to have one a, of these. Is this infantry? Is this discharge? Is this? Well, you, you read know it and tell is? me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's French, but I know it's got his signature, so I, we grabbed it. Yeah, we um, need a couple of interns this summer that can that translate. That. We have that great mm -hmm. piece from the Inquisition that we've never translated, yep. and that's in Spanish, right? Yes, and we just need somebody who can really yes, translate. And, and going below the level of that, let me take you down into um, uh, some of the diversity of the American Revolution that we never get out of textbooks today. This one here, you'll know this one, Glenn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the hero here, yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter Salem. Salem, black patriot. Only document I've ever seen signed by Peter Salem. And again, this is a, a Mercury One document that we have. It's not signed by him. It's yeah, his, his mark. ex. Yeah. That's right. It's his ex there with Peter Salem, where he. I just, I just love this where it says, it's, it's not signed by him, but whoever, uh, Blenny, uh, no, because that's a so whoever wrote this signed for these two because they both are signed with X's. But it says his mark, and there's an X, and then somebody wrote Peter Salem. Yeah. Well, they, they would have done it that way. Peter Salem, they put his mark because he was not writing. Right. So that's part of the way they originally wrote it. They would right. put his name and his mark, and that's what they did. But he actually did the X. But he did the X. Yeah. That's his, his X on it. And so they would say, look, sign the document here, put your X there. And that, that's making his mark, literally. That's where they, they come up with the phrase How making literate mark. was the average population. Um, John Adams said in America back then, it was easier to find a comet in the sky than to find an illiterate person. Wow. Wow, have we gone backwards. Well, in the last 15 years, 19% of all high school graduates have been 100% illiterate. 19% for the last 15 years. We're, There's no way to survive this. You, you, not, not like that. Not like that. Um, there are things that will turn it around because the, the, the Middle Ages are built on illiteracy. The Reformation turns it back. I was reading something this week about, um, you know, the number of kids that are now on H, H, ADHD medication mm -hmm. and everything else. Mm -hmm. And the hubris of our, of our educational programs that say, you know, 65%, uh, this I think is in England, 65% of students are on some sort mm -hmm. of medication for that. And to think that you would say, you know, it must be the kids. It <laughs> right. can't be our education system. It can't. We got to put, we have, suddenly, we have to have 65% of our kids on some sort of medication so they'll sit through this instead of saying, maybe this whole thing is designed wrong. 
Do you know, in the last year, there have been two significant studies, and they do not get covered in the educational world because it would mean reforming education. Yeah. What they have found, a school district adopted this as a plan, and their ADHD prescriptions have gone almost to zero. They gave the kids more time at recess and asked them to do physical things at recess. And so more time. The other that you find is that kids who do things that give them core strength, in other words, horseback riding used to do that, because horseback riding, you gotta, when you get strength in the core. You stabilize yourself. You, you learn how to stabilize yourself. When you get strength in the core, ADHD goes away. And, and both of those studies, separate, done separately, and they've now actually been implemented to show that there are results. When you actually give more time to be physical, and, and you know you can't touch, and we don't want to do the physical stuff. When you do physical stuff, which Bible says six days shalt thou work. You know we used to yeah. believe in working. When you do physical stuff, the mental stuff comes right along yeah. with it.